Hello, and welcome to the Wine It Up a Notch podcast, a podcast where we talk about wine, life, and everything in between. My name is Anshu, I'm your host, and I'm thrilled that you've decided to join me today. Thank you for doing so. Welcome to episode 23 of the podcast. Today, I am super excited to bring to you a different style of podcast episode. I had the opportunity recently to sit down with the new director of the Consortia of Pinot Grigio delle Venezie, and he shared his perspective with me on this particular region, the Pinot Grigio coming from here, and Italian wines in general. And I just thought it was a fascinating conversation and wanted to make sure that I shared it here on the podcast. The director that I'm speaking to, his name is Mr. Flavio Innocenzi, and he's new to his role. And it's important to highlight that this particular consortia was established in 2017, at the same time that the DOC was established. And it really is a unifying region or DOC to bring together three very distinct but common areas, which include the Veneto, Trentino, and Friuli Venezia Giulia, all in the northeastern side of Italy. And Flavio shares a lot of really great insights about what unifies these regions, what makes these wines unique, and what we can expect to see under his leadership as they move forward in promoting this product around the world. And he also shares his perspective on what makes Pinot Grigio from this area so special and why it is worth knowing as a wine lover. So with that, I will turn it over to the interview I hope that you enjoyed this discussion as much as I did and learned something new in the process. Let's go. Flavio, I just wanted to thank you and Valentina for spending time with me today. I know you're very busy. Congratulations on your new appointment. Very excited to talk to you because I think that the DOC that you represent, and I've done a little bit of research, is very large, very important in the context of both Italian wine, but also wine in the world scene. I'm really excited to hear your perspective, but I thought maybe we would start by just sharing a little bit about your background before coming to the role that you're currently in as the director of the Consortia. Thank you, Anshu. First of all, we share the same passion for wine. That's the reason why I'm here, that the reason that brought me in this consortium. And my background, well, I studied international relations at university. I have a business background, basically. So I studied business MBA and then a master in marketing. After a few years in the food industry, I really fell in love with geographical indications. And this happened in 2010. And so for 12 years, I've been the director of important consortium of Asiago cheese producers, and I have been promoting geographical indications around the world. But then a few years ago, in 2018, I also started to work in the wine industry, organizing events and exhibitions, mainly in Italy, the exhibition okay. in Verona, and not only in Italy, because in the wine and food business unit, we used to organize 40 events on food and wine around the world. So, so one event in South America, whose name is Wine South America. And then we started up a new venture in China for the organization of events on wine. And so I got acquainted with the wine world, let's say, in this way. And one day it happened that I met very interesting people and very interesting producers and had the opportunity to combine my passion for geographical indications with my passion for wine and my experience in marketing. And they asked me to come and work for the consortium and I accepted. I'm Italian. I'm 42 years old. I've been living also abroad when I was younger in Brussels and I've been traveling a lot because in the first few years of my career, I was an export manager. I've been traveling quite a lot. 
You're used to being uh, on a plane. Yes, <laughs> at least 50 planes a year. I consider that there is no geography, in fact, uh, that any interesting market is the right place to be. I was going to say, it one, seems like you're the right man for this really large DOC that you're representing. I learned one thing is that you have to speak the language of your of your public, of your partner, if you want to try and explain yourself. That's one very important thing I learned. So that's why I've been learning quite a few languages, because I like to know and to get in touch with different cultures, to go and to learn in a deep way the cultural characteristics of people and places. Fascinating. It's really fascinating to me too, because before we started recording, I explained that I've made this pivot into the wine industry. So it's really nice to understand your background. Now, you're now the director, and I want to make sure I say this properly, of the Consorzio, you're going to help me here, Tutele Vini DOC delle Venizie. Consorzio means consortium. So it's a producer's group. Tutela means protection in Italian. Basically, we are a producer's group protecting and promoting a designation of origin, which is Delle Venezia. Delle Venezia, uh, or DOC, as you prefer, so an, an appellation of origin, means from the Venetian region. Delle Venezia means, in Italian, from Venice, from the Venetian region. Why? Because this was a visionary project, and this project started a few years ago in 2017 with the goal of putting together, uniting, three regions with the same characteristics. So Veneto, Friuli, and Trentino. Basically, the whole northeast of Italy, three big regions represented by a total production area of 27.5 thousand hectares today, which is quite a huge area. Nevertheless, there is a common characteristic for the production because this area is basically at the foothills of the mountains of the eastern part of the Alps. So with cool area coming from the mountains, but also the warming effect of the sea. The Veneto is a region facing Veneto and Friuli as well. They are facing the Adriatic Sea. So it is this combination effect of the cooling influence from the mountains and the warming influence from the sea in a region which is the fullest. It is the fullest region in Italy. As for the rivers, important rivers are crossing this area. It is not by chance that this region is also full of important wines, together with the Pinot Grigio delle Venezie. It is an important area for wine production in general and not by chance. So there is a, a common characteristic, and this has given birth to a typical style, a signature style for Pinot Grigio. And this style, this typical style that I will describe now for you, we notice that it is being imitated more and more around the world in several regions, not only for the name, but also for the style. Not only the Pinot Grigio is more and more produced in the same way, but also the style. What do we mean when we say a specific style? This is our intention to promote this signature style, which is typical of dry white wine made from the Pinot Grigio. Pinot Gris. Pinot Grigio, this yeah. variety, and in a fresh, light, and fruity, but at the same time, intense style. We notice that people are more and more appreciating not only a way of drinking, but a way of living. So in our idea, this is the wine that is best representing the Italian way of living and drinking. And this is maybe the secret for its success. We have a lot of producers, but one important thing to say is that the average quality is improving very rapidly and the style is imposing itself in, a, in the market in, a, in an interesting way. 
Now, Flavio, if I may pause you for a second. So you said a couple of salient things in terms of Dele Venetiae covering three main regions or provinces, if you will. So if I've got this right, we're talking about Trentino, we're talking about the Veneto, and we're talking about Friuli. I always say FBG. I'm English speaking. I shorten things. Okay. So those three areas, which are quite large. Now, you also mentioned that what they share in common geographically is they're touching the eastern part of the Alps. And also two of the three have exposure to the sea. So there's an interesting climatic influence happening there that's common. But also I would think there's some good diversity there too with the vineyards that are closer to the sea, likely warmer versus the ones that are closer to the Alps. Is that fair to say? So there's within the region, while there's some common characteristics and some unifying, there's also probably quite a bit of variety and diversity available too for the wine lover. First of all, we have to say that the cooling influence is prevailing because don't forget that Pinot Grigio is a variety which is growing in mainly cool area. And we are within an area which is mainly cool, influenced by the lakes, influenced by the sea, influenced by the river, but mainly it is a cool area. Yes, to answer your question, yes, there are some specific styles. And as a matter of fact, not only there are some specific styles, there are some areas, 23 smaller appellations of origin, inside the big mother, which is the Levenet. So the Levenet is, is an incredible operation because it is the real summary of a style which was fragmented somehow in the three regions. And it, it is the final summary, it is the signature style of this way of producing. So if I'm a winemaker and I have the choice between one of the 20 smaller regions or to pick the DOC Dele Venetiae, it's really about a stylistic choice because I would be vinifying in a certain way and producing a certain type of wine in order to market it as a Dele Venetiae wine. It depends on where you live exactly because the internal smaller DOC our Appalachian origins are just producible in smaller villages. But then there is this big mother, which is the summary of all these styles. Okay, perfect. And you also mentioned elevation, or maybe you didn't quite use these words, but that the area used to be an IGT before and was elevated to a DOC in approximately 2017. Do I have that right? Yes, in 2017, the DOC was created and it was recognized in 2021. So one year and a half ago, it became officially recognized from the Italian Ministry of Agriculture. So it's an old history, but recent history also the variety, of course, it's not something new because it's a traveling variety originally from Burgundy. But this variety, Pinot Grigio, has found its home in the Venetian region because yeah. of the climate, because of the passions of people, because of the history, in fact, because it founded the ideal home. And there is, of course, an important history of production dating back from the age of the Serenissima. Serenissima is the name for the Venetian Republic, ancient Venetian Republic. So there is an ancient history and way of producing. Yeah, and um, I think that a lot of people might not realize, and I, even I was surprised, I think the statistic I found was that 85% of Italian wine is produced in Dele Venetiae, and that's the largest single autonomous region, if you will, producing that volume of wines. 85% of Pinot Grigio in Italy is produced in Dele Venetiae, but we are not really interested in quantity. Our priority is, first of all, to make people understand and know our style. And second thing, of course, to increase on a continuous basis improvements of quality, but first of all, to launch a new way of consuming wine consumption. Young people are drinking less and less wine. 
And this is our mistake. Very often we don't speak the right language to young people. How could I become passionate if we only speak about the tank method and the technical aspects and whatever? Let's explain what is behind the wine. This kind of production, this kind of wine, which is light and fruity, is really a way of conceiving life because it's basically wine that you drink when you are in a happy mood and when you have to celebrate and when you want to drink something in a moderate way. So just to 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 have something to celebrate in a happy moment facing the seaside, typically. And there is an history. This is not something we invented, because in Venice, the typical way of finishing your working day or eating sometimes at lunch is through the cicchetti, which is the typical local appetizers. And together with cicchetti, typically, you drink Pinot Grigio, the La Venezia. So this is something which really is belonging to the way of living, eating and drinking together. It's not a product. It's a, it's a way of conceiving life. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, no, and I have it's to lifestyle. You, I would think even here in my market in North America, Pinot Grigio is often thought of a wine for the summer when you're hanging out with your friends, when you're at a party. It's a beautiful wine that is easy and, as you said, fruity and fresh, but not simple. I think that's what some people are really starting to realize too. It does not have to be simple. And so I'd like to just take you back to the comment that you made about increasing quality and the focus on quality and obviously the elevation from IGT into DOC. I often get asked questions about appellations. It's very confusing for people who have not studied the world of wine and Italy is no exception, I think, with the tiers of quality. But I would love to hear it from your perspective as a leader in the wine space and an Italian. What is the difference or what is the importance of being elevated to a DOC? There's a fundamental importance because the IGT do not have the same level of controls, so the same level of protection. And as a consequence, they cannot offer the same level of guarantee to consumers. Think about the fact that every bottle of De La Venezia in the market is being checked by a panel of specialists. So every production undergoes controls and quality checks. And once you see the label, the official label on the bottle means that it is DOC and it has been checked. Not only, we are, of course, steadily increasing the minimum levels for accessing or entering the DOC. Okay, so we are now thinking about new changes, but you have to produce according to a specific style. You can use 85% of Pinot Grigio. You can use only 15% of other varieties and a limited list of varieties and of course, this is, a, this is a formal and also specific guarantee. Not only you have the guarantee of the fact that you're drinking a product from a specific origin. And this is the big difference with IGT. You have controls and more guarantees from this point of view. Let's not forget that a geographical indication is a product that is deriving the essential quality and the specific diversity essentially from the place of origin. So the DOC is the highest form of guaranteeing that you are drinking a specific place, not only a specific origin or a wine, a product from a specific origin. Not only when you buy a DOC product, you are somehow contributing to keeping alive a specific cultural heritage and tradition. It would disappear because without a consortium, with other producers group without a TOC, producers most probably would follow only the economic advantage. And so maybe they would try and produce the same thing 
elsewhere. But producing the same thing elsewhere or trying to produce the same thing elsewhere will not produce the same results. So you cannot replicate. You can try, but the result will be different. You also touched upon the fact, I think a lot of people don't necessarily realize because it says a grape name on a bottle. It does not mean that there's 100% of that grape variety in that bottle. When you're, as you mentioned, in a DOC, you should know or you can rely on the fact that if something is on the bottle, there's a certain percentage, quite a large percentage represented by that particular variety. But also, I know oftentimes in some of the appellations of origin, there are also things like yield requirements. There's requirements around aging. There's requirements even around the times that you can harvest. And of course, that varies from appellation to appellation. But are there any key, let's say if there were two or three key requirements that you'd like to highlight for the DOC Dele Venezia, we talked about the minimum requirement of 85% Pinot Grigio. Anything yes. else? Also, we have, uh, we have decreased, of course, the yields compared to when there was an IGT. This means average higher quality. We have created various types of Pinot Grigio, which, by the way, cannot be taken as an example of variety labeling because Pinot Grigio Dele Venezia, it's an appellation of origin. And uh, Dele Venezia does not only mean white dry wine, okay, that's one, one thing we have introduced and developed in the product specification. It also means, in this moment, it means exploiting all the potential of Pinot Grigio. How? For example, with the Pinot Grigio that we call Ramato in Italian, which is, uh, let's say, dark pink wine and has a stronger taste because after entering in contact with the skin, grape skins, the taste becomes stronger and it, it has a potential, a big potential, we think, especially in markets which are more sophisticated. And then you also have a sparkling, specifically, Spumante, Ramato, Bianco. So there is so there is a, a world beyond Pinot Grigio. It's, it's one way of producing and we want to be coherent, but also to make people understand that Pinot Grigio is not only one kind of wine. It's a full world. It's a way of conceiving uh, production and drinking. Yes, I love the idea and I'm excited to see where you're going to take this. Let me just ask you about finding these wines in international markets. So how much is actually exported right now? Right now, the export is 96%. And on the label, would the consumer find Delle Venezie on the label? Delle Venezie is the label, yeah. Okay. Delle Venezie. You have to look for Delle Venezie on the label. Our main markets are the US and Canada and UK, and then Germany and France. But there are emerging markets as well some area in Asia. And hopefully, we think we want to increase our market presence in Italy as well. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Listen, I'm, I am Canadian, but I'm of Indian origin. And I think that your wines would be beautiful in the setting of India. So hopefully that's a target market for you as well. Now, I just wanted to close out with you. Thank you very much for your time. If you were to leave myself and other wine consumers that are going to be benefiting from hearing this conversation with some closing thoughts, given your role or the wines that you're representing, or just Italy in general, what would you like to leave everybody with? I wish we could uh, have you as guest in our Venetian land, because I think that there is nothing else like experience 
I could talk for hours about Pinot Grigio delle Venezie, about our producers, about the soils, about the mountains, that there is nothing like the moment of experience. And I'm passionate about marketing. I like the technology, algorithms, and artificial intelligence, but there is really nothing like a real physical experience. And this is the strong point that we have, the big opportunity that we have. We are not a brand. We are something alive. We are a cultural heritage and you can only fully understand the product and the people if you make this direct physical experience. Well, listen, I hope to get there sometime soon. And if I do, I would love to meet you. And if you come to Toronto, I hope that you will let me know because I would love to continue this conversation over a glass of wine and some dinner. Yeah, so, and please understand that there is only one Italian style and Venetian uh, recipe, which is uh, Pinot Grigio della Venezia. Perfect. Thank you so much. It was nice talking to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Wine It Up a Notch podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast thus far. Be sure to hit subscribe to be notified of future episodes or leave a review to let me know what you think. Take care.